This is all Truth No Cap, a podcast for teenagers. Uh, if you would, take a quick second and follow and uh, leave some feedback. If you do have a question or a topic you'd like to hear about, please let me know. Shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram, or if you are a lighthouse, one of the Lighthouse teens that has my number, uh, shoot me a text, and I'll be happy to try to hit it here on the podcast. And I try to combine some. Sometimes uh, different topics uh, overlap with other topics that have been asked about, and uh, but I try to hit as many as I can, and I will probably shoot out another uh, Instagram poll here within the next couple weeks uh, to try to maybe gather some new topics and things like that and uh, maybe something that you uh, you've been wondering about the topic we're going to look at tonight is uh, something that we associate with one specific group of people uh, but it's something that I think we all deal with in a one way or another um, it seems to be more evident with uh, younger teenagers than it is with older teenagers. And I know I'm not talking about B.O., um, no offense, junior hires. Um, but uh, it is something that, uh, especially in the teenage years, uh, we deal a lot with. And uh, whether junior high or senior high, uh, it is something that you may be dealing with here in the near future or something that will eventually come about and just knowing how to deal with it uh, would be uh, would behoove us all. We're going to look at some, uh, tonight the idea behind the what I'm calling the drama llama. And I don't know why the llama got dragged into that. Um, I'm not much of a wild or a livestock person in the first place, um, but uh, we associate the llama with drama for some reason, maybe just because of the rhyming. But we're going to look at the idea of drama, and uh, we think about uh, the the idea of um, seventh grade drama or girl drama or high school drama or whatever the case may be, and it's never ever a positive connotation. It's always something negative, and so if we're going to look at uh, the idea, first of all, if you're the one causing drama, how to deal with it when it comes to you, uh, how to uh, avoid it, different things like that, because I know it's a very real thing, and to you it is very real, though a lot of times it's um, embellished and it's made bigger, uh, but it is it is very real. And so looking at the, the ways to combat that and the ways to make sure that uh, it's being dealt with the way that it should be dealt with in a, in a biblical manner. We're going to look, first of all, there's a couple different verses in uh, Proverbs that I want to look at. Uh, in the book of Proverbs, the Bible says that only by pride cometh contention. Only by pride cometh contention. You know, a lot of times we have issues with people, you know, and there may be a lot of different reasons. Sometimes you disagree about this or you disagree about that, and that's going to happen. As long as you're around people, you're going to have disagreements. That's natural. But when there's a contentious spirit when there's a an attitude of uh, disagreement uh, maybe between two people and there's not a reason why or not a legitimate reason why you know i've told you before when you choose to do what's right a lot of times um friends and things will fall away they may disagree but they're not gonna have a whole lot of argument about it but sometimes what happens is drama uh, pops up you know you're uh you're friends with this person so i i'm not going to be friends with you or uh if you do this i'm not going to be friends with you and what that is, what that is it's a prideful 
mentality, a prideful mentality of saying, you know what, I am the most important. A very selfish way to look at things. I'm most important. So if you're going to go do that, fine, but I am not going to be part of it. And in turn, it draws uh, or it pushes, I'm sorry, uh, others away from you. And the further they get pushed away, uh, the more that they feel um, drama caused at all. When in all honesty, it's just a contentious, a prideful spirit. And so as you go through life, you know, there are going to be times, like I said, you are going to disagree with people. That's natural. But make sure it's over something legitimate. My youth pastor used to tell me, be willing to make uh, uh, enemies with your position, but not your disposition. In other words, if I choose to stand on God's word, I choose to stand on what's right, People are going to disagree with that. People may not like it. I mean, you look at our society today with the different agendas and things that are being pushed that we as Christians, we don't agree with. We can't agree with. And so we're willing to make, quote, enemies with that position. But I don't have to be a jerk about it. In the same way here, only by that pride cometh contention. You having an issue, maybe with a friend, having an issue with your parent, with a teacher, whatever the case may be. You having an issue, okay. Somebody's being prideful. What's well, not me? It's the other person. Okay, then more than likely it's you. I'm just being blunt with you. I'm just trying to help you and help you to see how easy it is for us to allow pride to creep in. So first of all, we see in Proverbs that only by pride come with that contention. To me, one of the first causes of drama then is a pride thing. Whether that pride is that drama, but that pride is causing us to try to draw attention to ourselves. And we always have to be the center of attention. And we always have to make sure that everybody notices us. And when they don't notice us, that makes us upset. And what happens then is it causes other people to not want to be around you. I don't have any friends. Okay. Uh, Proverbs says a man that had friends must show himself friendly. In other words, you, you have to put some effort into it. You can't make this all about you. You can't make everything in life all about you and your desires. You have to kind of be a person, a people person, somebody who is willing to get along with others and maybe enjoy the, the victories of somebody else, not having to one-up a story or, or, or make myself sound better than what somebody else did, simply loving their story, smiling and going along with it. But pride doesn't allow that allow that to happen. Bible says that only by pride come with contention. A couple other things that I wanted to look at in uh, the book of James. James has some very harsh things uh, to say about the tongue. Uh, very harsh things to say about the tongue. In uh, James chapter 3, verse 9, uh, he's uh, tearing apart the tongue, for lack of a better way to put it. And he says, therewith, talking about the tongue now, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. And what he's saying is, you know, with out of one side of your mouth, basically you are blessing God and worshiping God. And out of the other side, you're cursing man or cursing the ones that are made in the image of God. And then he says in verse 11, doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter. In other words, there's a, um, some, one of the two is not correct. In other words, if, if there's wrong coming out, that means there's wrong inside. And so in turn, only wrong would come out. So where is this good coming from? And a lot of times, uh, not in this chapter, but in a different chapter, the Bible compares it to flattery. In other words, I put on and try to appease other people, but inside I don't really care for them. I don't like them. Uh, but it's a, a fake, a very hypocritical uh, way to deal with things. And once again, in regards to the drama llama, that's what happens. We put on one face and then we're talking behind people's backs. Why don't we just be real? 
Why don't we just be real for once? You know, uh, so, so often we, we put on for this group of friends and that group of friends and parents and authority. Why don't we just be the same person all the time? Why don't we just choose to say, you know what, this is who God made me to be. Now, like I said, there are things you can change. You don't have to be a, a, a snob. You don't have to have a bad attitude. You know, those are things, well, that's just how God made me. Well, no, God made you with uh, physical features and things like that. And, and your basic personality. You know, I'm a naturally outgoing, fun-loving person. Okay, that's just who I am. Now I can work to try to change that, but but God is using the way He made me for His purpose, and that's what He chooses to do. But if you, well, I just don't like people, and I'm just I'm this and I'm that. Well, if it's something to be changed, change it. If not, just go on with life. Accept who God made you to be, and be happy with that. But far too often we're two-faced, uh, you know, two-faced, a character from Batman. Um, the, the one side of his face is one way, one side of his face is the other way, and that's how we live our lives. We live our lives around one group of people and then turn around and uh, bicker and, and talk bad about them right behind their back. And it's great. It, that's the, the drama that comes about. And once again, we can go back to the original idea of only by pride come with that contention. Well, I guess I'm, uh, I, I guess I have the right to talk about this person, and I can't believe and what that does is we create this giant explosion, create this giant mess, and we walk away and watch watch the fun, for lack of a better way to put it. And that's a terrible way to live. That's a terrible way to uh, to a terrible way, type of a person to be. And so, in turn. Uh, James says in uh, chapter 3, verse 9, he says, look, he said, you, you can't have one thing coming out of one side of your mouth and something coming or something else coming out the other side. In uh, James chapter 5, verse 9, uh, he's talking once again, he says, grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Grudge not. Don't hold a grudge against other people. Be a forgiving person. Far too often we hold on to that grudge and that grudge turns into bitterness and we get to the point where we're not even speaking to someone or we're not even, uh, we won't even look someone in the eye or we can't celebrate their victories or their wins because way back in uh, whatever grade or whatever incident happened, it created a, a grudge against them. And in turn, they have no idea why you dislike them. You think uh, there's a two families way back in the day. I don't remember if it was in Kentucky or Tennessee, but the Hatfields and the McCoys. Uh, there's a dinner show for them in uh, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, but the Hatfields and the McCoys, I don't even know how the grudge started, but when it comes to feuding families and people being upset about somebody else, it's automatically associated to the Hatfields and the McCoys. You look generations later in the, the story of the Hatfields and McCoys and people still fighting and still hating each other. They had no idea why. Well, our, my great-great-great-grandfather said or did, they had no idea. And far too often what happens is we allow an incident, something simple and something small, something that might not even be that big of a deal, but we allow it to fester like a wound and it becomes infected and it becomes, we become bitter, we become angry, we become upset. And as a result, we never get it resolved. We never make the attempt to go to someone and say, hey, did this happen? Did you say this? And if they did, fine, get it taken care of and move on with life. But we sit back and we hold a grudge. We allow that bitterness to come in and that creates a rift. And so that it becomes, well, no, you're either on my side or you're on their side. Why choose to live your life like that? That's such a, a, a terrible way to live, such a, a disheartening way to live, an upsetting way to live. Choose to say, you know what, 
this person said this, this person said that, okay, I'm going to go to them, talk to them. The the phrase comes to mind, you go get it straight from the horse's mouth. Just go straight to the person. Hey, did you hear what so-and-so said? No, I didn't. Go to that person. Hey, I heard this was said. Not behind this, back to this person, to this person, to this person. You ever... Um, when I was a kid, we used to play a game. I think it was called the telephone game. You'd have a line of people, and uh, it would start in one per The first person in line would whisper something to the second person, and then the second person would whisper to the third person, and so on, all the way down the line. And then when it got to the end of the line, the person at the end of the line would say what they thought the original what the original statement was. And it, usually it was so far off because it had been passed from person to person to person to person to person. And that's where we are a lot of times when it comes to drama and grudges and uh, the, quote, tea uh, that, uh, that exists is we become so, um, we take it for, for gospel truth when it's said the first time. And I can't believe that, I can't believe, I can't believe it either. So let's go check to see if it's actually true. And if it's true, then deal with it with the person who said it or did it, get it taken care of and move on with life. But we allow things to fester, allow things to become uh, sores and wounds, and we never let them heal. And in turn, we end up bitter, nasty old people simply because we wouldn't take care of the issues that came about. So only by pride come with contention. It's impossible to have uh, the uh, good things coming out of one side of our mouth and bad things coming out the other side. Um, we just looked at um, in James uh, not holding grudges getting it taken care of, getting forgiveness uh, or forgiving others and moving on. Luke 6.31, we find uh, what we call the golden rule. Now, we know the golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, the Bible version is a little bit different, just the way it's worded. But either way, treat others how you would expect to be treated. Do you want others going and telling your business? Then don't go tell other people's business. You want others talking behind your back? Then don't talk about others behind their backs. You know, it's it seems so simple, so um, so easy, yet we can't do it. And I think in a lot of cases, drama is what makes us feel desired. It makes us feel uh, a part of something because we can cause this drama, we can cause that drama, and it gives us a a, a crude sense of power. But in turn, all it's doing is it's driving away those who weren't our friends. And then it's also driving away our friends because we always have to be in the know and we, and we never know if we can trust this person with this secret or trust this person with that secret. And in turn, it causes people to greatly dislike us. And so then we're upset and it creates all kinds of drama simply because we can't keep our trap shut and we can't keep our nose out of other people's business. We all have enough issues to focus on ourselves. Why even ponder getting into somebody else's business? They're having issues. If they need help, they'll come to you. You don't have to drag it out of them. You don't have to, but what's wrong? I can't. No, just go on with your life. Stay out of other people's stuff. If they want help, they'll come to you. If not, then it wasn't worth making a big deal out of. But far too often, we allow it to, to become a big deal. We allow it to become a big thing. And we end up involved in this great drama problem because we just simply can't keep our nose in our own business so we uh see the the not holding a grudge we see the golden rule treating others as we uh we want to be treated one other phrase i want to look at real quick from the the book of proverbs the bible says he that repeateth a matter separateth chief friends he that repeateth a matter 
separateth chief friends. This kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning. The idea of go to the horse, go to the horse's mouth. You hear something and uh, we want to tell it. Why? Because it's something new and nobody else knows. And that's what social media gossip honestly is all about. It's people wanting to be wanting to feel wanted, and the only way they can do that is simply by spreading dirt on other people. Whether it's true or not, they don't care. You know, there are um, some of you, especially older ones listening, would have heard of the term libel. Libel is a a um, lawyer's term, a judicial term. Uh, for me, if I were to say something against somebody that is not true, and it were to be published or it were to be passed on, and it were to come back to me. A person can sue me for libel. You look at this whole uh, recent thing with uh, Johnny Depp and, uh, oh, whatever her name was, Amber Heard. This whole thing that went on was him suing because she smeared his name. None of it was true. And far too often, we just walk away. We create that mess and we walk away. We spread gossip or we hear gossip and we're willing, more than willing to pass it along. You know, I mentioned the term a few minutes ago, T. And it's kind of an interesting way. Uh, I'm going to put this here. I never, I never hit this, or ne this never hit me until I was just looking at this a few minutes ago. In uh, 1773, um, the British were in Boston Harbor, and uh, they had uh, removed pretty much all of the tax, uh, the extra taxes that they had put on the Americans. But one key one they kept was tea. Uh, the Americans still had not said we want to be uh, Americans. They were still fighting for their rights as Englishmen. If you remember, it wasn't until 1776 that the Declaration of Independence would be signed. And so they were still fighting for their rights as Englishmen. Well, one key thing that Englishmen enjoy is their tea. In protest of that tea tax, then, one night in December of 1773, uh, some uh, pilgrims, or some pilgrims, some colonists dressed as Indians climbed aboard uh, the ship in Boston Harbor and dumped all the tea overboard. Now, this is where it gets kind of a weird comparison. That was one of the keys to America's freedom. It was something for them to band around the dumping of that tea. You know, some of you would live a much happier, a much more peaceful life if you just dump the tea. Don't be bothered with everybody else's stuff, everybody else's drama, everybody else's tea. Simply live your life. You develop your relationship with Christ. You walk with Christ like you should and stay out of other people's business. You'll be so much happier, so much peace, so much more peaceful because everybody else's drama is left behind. Shake that drama llama off. Get rid of it and move on with your life. Only by pride cometh contention. He that, separ or he that repeateth a matter separateth chief friends, or the best of friends are separated by the tongue like that. Go straight to the source. Find out if what, you know, just go to the person who said it, get it taken care of, and move on. Treat others as you want to be treated. Don't, don't treat others in a way that uh, you wouldn't want them to treat you or you wouldn't want them to talk about you. You treat them as you would want to be treated. And then the last thing, or one of the last things I said was, don't hold grudges. It's not worth it. It's not worth the, the lack of peace. It's not worth the problems. It's not worth the bitterness and the anger that you're going to have to live with. Choose to forgive and choose to, to allow others to forgive you and move on with life. Leave the drama llama behind. Now, I don't expect this to fix every bit of drama that every youth group has ever seen, but I hope if drama does arise, this podcast arises in your mind and you think, you know what, here's how I can deal with the situation. As I've said before, 
I'm here to answer any questions you have, discuss any topics that you may uh, struggle with, any topics that you may want to hear about. Uh, shoot me a message, whether Instagram, Facebook, text message, or even email, whatever the case may be. But until next week, we'll see you all later.